Oh dear. Oh god. Oh my god. Barney's just fucking. <gasps> oh god. Oh lord above. He's just found a tiny hole in the sheet. <gasps> Stop it. And he's made a massive hole. <gasps> oh god. Naughty boy. Okay. Let's get this fucking podcast on the road. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the This Movie Is podcast after our long hiatus, because somebody decided to go and have a two-month expedition in the middle of the ocean and leave me behind. Yeah, that's me. Leave me behind here with nobody to shit on movies with, at least not on a public media forum. So, we are back. Yes, we are back to our seven listeners. Love you guys. Yep, I went away in a little bit of an ocean, coral sea, adventurous exploration extravaganza, which was a great time beyond my wildest dreams. But yes, we are back now to get back down to business and start discussing and some movies in again. time, because I was just starting to look for a replacement. Blondes. Huh. Under the age of 25. <laughs> I figure if I'm going to get a replacement, I might as well go younger, you know? Well, I'm still 25, but I'm almost 26. <laughs> and I don't know what the looks have anything to do with it. Because having a successful podcast is about having an intelligent mind and a quick wit about you. But anyway, let's move on. What movie have you selected to discuss? So today we're doing a movie that I just noticed the other day popped up, depending on when you're listening to this. It popped up on Amazon Prime Video. It is called Gemini Man with Will Smith. Yes. And before we start, let me just preface this discussion with something related yet also not. What is your star sign? Aries. Aries. Yeah. Why? I'm just wondering because I was doing a bit of research about the film and I searched up like Gemini Man, detailed plot summary, because <laughs> I like to do a little bit of a read after. And all of them coming up was like, how to read a Gemini man. How to know if a <laughs> Gemini man likes you. I'm like, oh my God, there's a whole world of this. So you were like, oh, I'm, I'm an expert now on Gemini men. Yeah. And I just shot that right down. And I said, nah, I don't even know what Gemini is. What is a Gemini? Gemini is like in June. June. June type, winter type. Oh, well, some of you. But yes, it's about June. Um, In case you're wondering and everyone listening, I'm a Sagittarius. <laughs> which I love that for me. My sister often says to me, oh, my God, you are such a Sagittarius. I'm like, oh, my God, I know. I'm such a Sagittarius. I am very much an Aries, if you believe in that kind of thing. But I'm, I am my sign to a T, so maybe there's something yeah. there. Yeah, who knows? Well, anyway, I guess let's just start with an opening introductory question. Tommy, how did you like the movie? I thought it was fine. Okay. <laughs> Obviously, I actually like that you just said that because I just posted a video on the This Movie is Instagram saying like, hey guys, so I just watched Gemini Man and it was fine. I think I, <laughs> I think I prefaced it in exactly the same way you did. So that is interesting and good to know. Okay, so I take your fine. I resonate with your fine. And now I challenge you to yield and extend that assessment. So straight off the bat, I'm somebody that likes dumb action movies. I don't need them to be overly pretentious, overly complicated, overly serious. You know, I'm fine with just a dumb, fun action film. So something like a premise of the clone or whatever, all right, that's fine. I'm, I'm fine with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
I love it, in fact. I'm fine with over-the-top action. I'm good with all that stuff. What I thought hurt this movie and maybe made it less good than it could have been was, first off, I felt like the tone was a little all over the place. What do you mean? Do you mean it was serious and it wasn't? Or do you mean it was trying too hard to be serious? Yeah, well, like, for instance, so the movie opens up with Will Smith. He's this assassin and he's making this ridiculous sniper shot that's almost out of a cartoon it's so ridiculous and over the top you know what i mean like he's shooting into a moving train about to go into a tunnel it's fucking absurd right but after that it gets kind of grounded and serious for a while and there's no real silliness going on until you get to the motorcycle action sequences where it turns into a cartoon again remember that scene with the yeah the motorcycle they're, they're both on a motorbike Right, but particularly when, like, Will Smith gets off the bike and they have a fight with the bikes, that was kind of really over the top and silly, but I loved it. (laughs) I mean, what do you think, what do you mean it was silly? I just remember some, like, really over the top. I I know the moment. Like, the the young Will Smith comes up, and then, like, the old Will Smith somehow, like, fucking levitates. Yeah, that's one. For, like, six seconds. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, I mean, for example, moments like that, you're saying, are slightly tongue-in-cheek to try and, like, get this idea across that, wow, they're both, like, super skilled, but perhaps it didn't match the law. Yeah, there were were moments of things being serious and grounded and then you had contrasting elements being very over the top and kind of outrageous and almost cartoony to a degree they were so outrageous and it just i felt like it was kind of clashed you know it didn't really seem like like i felt like they should have gone one way or the other they should have either made it completely serious and and very grounded throughout or they should have just gone nuts with it and made it like really over the top like just from beginning to end i think they should have done the latter because you can still get in, well, in my mind, my correct wise mind, an action movie can have a good plot if you want it to, emotions, etc. But I think the whole point of an action movie is to showcase stunts, fights, mm. and that kind of choreography and all that right, stuff. Yeah. And I think you can still do that whilst having a lighter tone. In fact, I actually even think that juxtaposes better with the really good action sometimes. But yeah, I do understand what you're saying, that it was a bit on and off. That wasn't something I guess I noticed straight away, but maybe that lack of consistent tone did contribute to me not feeling a super large, strong commitment to any of the characters, really. Mm -hmm. Like, I felt the most sorry for Clone A. Mm-hmm. like the our first clone that we saw mm-hmm. um but i didn't really feel i didn't really care too much for anyone else really and i usually care for everyone right yeah i agree with you i really like that whole motorcycle scene i thought it was crazy in a good way and i would have liked to have seen more of that because it was made by ang lee and he's done crouching tiger hidden dragon oh yeah That's what he's done is he a relative of bruce lee <laughs> not to my knowledge Okay. There are a lot of okay. Asians in the world whose last name is Lee. Oh my god, was that like was that like <laughs> a, a bad comment of me to make that just shows how much of a white hoe I am? <laughs> wow. Anyway, let's move on. If you know me, you know I'm really not like that. I'm really like, you know. Anyway, okay, let's move on. But yeah, so um I completely lost my train. Oh god, great. Can't wait to sound like an idiot. Love that for me. 
Anyway. Oh, but yeah, I, I would have liked to have seen more of that over-the-top extravagant stunts and stuff. And there were some good fights throughout the film, but again, I felt like some of the other fights were a lot more grounded. Uh, yeah, just I, I would have liked to have seen like a more consistent tone. And like you, I would have preferred the more outrageous tone that they started. That's how they started the movie with that outrageous tone with the ridiculous sniper. Yeah. Because then you had other shit like when uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, let's just call her Mew, she fought a guy. Mew. Mew. Oh, as in M-E-W. Yes. I mean... Let's just keep it simple. Okay. Mew was fighting a guy in... I forget where they were, but remember that scene where she's fighting that guy? Yeah, she's in the fisherman's office. Yeah. And that fight was actually very not over the top. That fight was pretty brutal, I thought. Like, she gets her face slammed into the glass. Usually you'll see a 110-pound woman fighting, like, a grown 200-pound man and kick his ass. But, like, this guy threw her around. He gave her a good beating. You know what I mean? Which I love that. Like, equality. (laughs) Oh, true. I mean it. I like it both ways. I I think it's fun. Like, you're like, I like to see a woman and beaten. I like it. <laughs> I can appreciate it, Paul. It's fun sometimes to watch a woman beat up men, but then sometimes it's good to see the more realistic approach. Well, I think that's always, if a battle is more even in the, you know, ability of the opposing people, then it's more interesting to watch. Right. No, but yeah, that's another example of, again, like a contrasting tones, because you went from like Will Smith fighting himself kind of crazy outrageous to previously her fighting a guy which was actually very rounded and vicious. So yeah, the film was definitely a little bit all over the place, I felt. Yeah. Aside from that, and I mean, look, at the end of the day, it kept my attention for however long, two hours. Did you have your phone? No, I have to be bored out of my mind to look at my phone during a film. So Okay, no. well, I always have my phone, millennial things. And last night, I wasn't focusing on it. Mm. I was on my phone. And then I kept having to go back because I think that's a testament to the fact that I wasn't wrapped in it. Mm. And also, I feel like, I feel like I looked away from my phone for one second, on, onto my phone at, for one second. Then when I looked back, so much shit was going on. <laughs> and then I was like, how have I missed so much? And then I moved my trackpad and it was only about 20 minutes in. Mm-hmm. So I think that's another thing. You know, perhaps I should have been watching more closely, which I will... When you're planning on doing a podcast, maybe it's good yeah, to pay I, attention Yeah, I watched film. it again, okay? <laughs> I just mean in my initial viewing, it seemed like there was so much going on and I hadn't really fallen into care with the characters yet. Mm-hmm. And, like, the thing with Will Smith getting, like, drowned as a child, A, super random... And I feel like they could have... They, they didn't really do anything with that, did they? They made it that plot point that this was a thing. And, and you would think that this would come back at some point. And at one point, he does end up... In water. But nothing really comes of that. It's just kind of like, it happens and it's over. And it's like, all right, big deal. Yeah, there are a few things like that where they... And like Danny, okay, Mew. If you want to say Mew, I'm not down for it. I'm going to say <laughs> Danny. That was her name. She, I guess we got no background for her. Mm-hmm. So it's like, why should I care about this bitch? Like, I do, but why should I care about her? I felt like I feel like they may have given some background on her, but maybe I just wasn't paying attention. True, maybe I wasn't. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I think this is a case of, like, show, don't tell, something you've mentioned right. before. Like, don't tell us why we should care about these characters. Show us. And it could be something that's really brief and quick. But I don't truly feel like they offered that quickly enough for any of the characters to make me actually care about the characters. I disagree. I thought very early on they established Will Smith was a good, sympathetic person because right away when he does the sniper job, he asked the guy, 
where did I hit him? And he says, yo, you hit him in the neck. And he's like, I was aiming for his head. And he said six inches to the whatever, left or right. And I would have killed that kid or whatever. And that's when he walks away. And he says, I'm not on my game anymore. I can't be 100%. I can't be taken. And that made me care about him. This is a good guy that's like, he's trying to only kill bad people. And, and even when he does, he wants to kind of make sure right. they don't he, go through hell. And he's um, he recognizes, hey, I'm getting older and I'm maybe not on my A game anymore. And he's like, you know what? It's time to walk away. And for me, that, that makes me say, all right, I can get behind this character. Yeah. 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 No, that makes total sense. I agree. And he, I mean, I agree. Everything I'm saying, I feel like I'm saying it with without a zest inside me, mm. with a bit of a meh. And I feel like the whole movie was a bit, was kind of meh. I just, in general, find Will Smith to be a likable actor. Oh, no, I agree. He's awesome. Regardless of what he's in. So I think that also helped. Like, the fact that his character was established as a good person combined with his genuine likability made me like him and care about his character. Mew, not so much. I don't know. She kind of annoyed (laughs) She didn't. Mew. Mew was not annoying. Mew was actually, she was actually very chilled. She was she was relaxed. What's wrong? What's wrong with her? I think maybe she's not a very good actor. I don't know. Um, I don't think she didn't display. Well, she didn't display any like hypersexualization or anything to that tune. I don't see what that has to do with anything. Well, I mean, maybe you think she had more dimensions if she was like a, a bit more femi fatale. Not really. I don't know. I just have you, I, I've never. I don't know if I've ever seen her in something and thought she was good. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, apparently she was in another movie. Like, Birds of Prey? Yeah, she, I'm pretty sure she's... No interest. <laughs> no, none whatsoever. Okay, wait, what has she been in? Let's have a quick look. Oh, so she was in Scott Pilgrim? Oh, yeah, she was. Harley Quinn. Oh, 10 Cloverfield Lane. That's oh, yeah, I have seen in. that. Ah, that's where I recognize her from. I think she's good. I don't know. Maybe it was just this movie. Yeah. Maybe it was just a character in this movie. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, like, why? Like, why? Why? Why did she exist? But, but I'll tell you one thing I, I like that they... Oh, oh my god. Oh my god. No, I'll tell you what I like. No, no, no. I'll tell you what I like. Okay, I'll go first. Ladies first. Um, I liked how there was no feigned and introduced romantic love. I was literally just going to say that. I loved that. I was literally just going to say that exact same. Oh my god, look at us. <laughs> no, because it is the cliche in these movies. That, you know, you have the love interest and that whole thing. And, yeah. Um, I thought it was actually really refreshing that they bonded, but... It didn't I think I just, it wasn't fully, like, why? I don't fully believe it. I accept it, but maybe if, like, why is Danny this, why is Mew, fucking Mew, why is Mew putting her life on the line for everyone? Perhaps if we had a little bit of a cutscene or if we had something that, um, that explained her implications in this further. Like, I know she mm. was just going to, like, you know, go along with it and like because she was in danger and stuff but maybe if it showed her maybe getting crossed by one of the people that will smith was also after or something like that i would have believed it a bit more but to me i feel like now 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 i just feel like if you removed her from the movie it wouldn't make much of a difference no apart from her like walking in as bait for clone Mm. a yeah yeah, I yeah. agree. So let's move on to the big selling point, which was... The CGI. The Will Smith circa 1990, whatever year it was supposed to be, clone. That's the big selling point. They show the commercials, they show the poster. It's like, oh, look, it's Will Smith and Will Smith from the 90s. Which, like, I'm not mad about because I really enjoyed it 
And when I say really, I mean really. I really enjoyed it in the new Terminator movie. I haven't seen that yet because I just, I'm, I'm not that masochistic, but... I mean, that's a story for another time. But <laughs> I'm like, I was all about that. So, mm. and I think that worked well. But I'll let you, how do you think, how did you like the Will Smith times two? And beyond. Well, I thought the actual effects, which was done by Weta, for the most part, I thought they were really solid. And I didn't know going in the method they used for the de-aging process. And in this case, it was a fully CGI Will Smith that was done via motion capture. Like he was doing the performance with dots all over his face and a little right. camera on his head. But the actual character you saw was fully CGI. So I, I was actually impressed that a fully CGI character looked that realistic because usually i'm the first person to yeah. notice fake CG- like i can just spot cgi a mile away and yeah I was, I was actually pretty impressed with what they were able to achieve the film you've probably never seen tron legacy tried to do this with a young jeff bridges you had old jeff similar thing they had old jeff bridges and then they had young jeff bridges and the young jeff bridges particularly when he talked it just didn't look right like it yeah. was done it was done a similar way with motion capture and, and he was a cgi character but it was i that's something i find a lot when it comes to these movies is a cgi thing as soon as you get to talking and lip movement it's it, it falls apart a lot of the time yeah it can look good just from a distance or without much happening and yeah i agree with that too so i was keeping a really good eye out and i think it was yeah pretty damn good dumb damn it, it it wasn't perfect but as a whole i reckon only three or so times i was like eh, it's not perfect but it was so good i think it was mostly great except the epilogue what the fuck did they run out of money that final scene in the college yes the cj will smith looked like <laughs> So much worse in that scene than he did in the rest of the movie. Do you reckon? I was. I you didn't actually, notice that. You didn't catch that. Well, I think typical in typical Emily style. I was like, oh my gosh, I love this. <laughs> off. This is. I love this for them. Yeah, actually, I'm, I may remember a, a brief glimpse of <laughs> it, it went down a notch. But considering, yeah, like you said, that was like pretty much fully CGI, just based off Will Smith's expressions. I think it was. It was really good overall because that would have been annoying if they didn't do it well and like the whole premise of having this clone Mm. just for the sake of it when it didn't even look good that would have taken the movie down a few notches i reckon so i think that was i think it was good i think i heard that this was a movie they were trying to make for a while and the technology was just never really there oh cool with with will smith i don't think so i think several actors were involved at different stages of production um but it's good that well I was going to say it's good that they waited, but this movie bombed terribly. Yes, I haven't done my research. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. So this movie was made for a budget of $138 million, had a box office of $173.5, and if we remember from our previous movie discussion... Yeah, I'm remembering it. Wait, let me me try and see if I remember. (laughs) Is is all the other stuff... um, So like, for example, it sounds like they've almost made back what it took to make it, but nothing of what it took to promote it is that right almost well yeah so 138 budget 173 box office so a lot of people say oh it made some money no it it actually lost a lot of money because the studio only keeps a little more than half of what they get because the movie theaters keep a large percentage of that cut so you can cut that 173 million down by 40 percent right off the bat now you're 
now you're below what you spent to make the movie. And that's not even counting the marketing, which, you know, who knows how much they spent marketing the movie. Yeah. So, yeah, the movie was a uh, huge bomb, lost a lot of money. And in addition to that, very polarizing reception. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, as you Aussies like to say. Aussie? 20, 26% critics. I say that. 83% audience, though. Which is interesting. Very interesting. Well, what the critics' consensus is in a line is, Gemini Man's impressive visuals are supported by some strong performances. <laughs> but this sci-fi thriller is fatally undermined by a frustratingly subpar story. True. I mean, I can kind of get that. Like, yeah, I guess the whole story was a bit average, I guess. But what the they're plot, saying, like, yeah. what they're saying, the movie was not 26% bad. You know what I mean? Like, 26% is an abysmal score. And that was not a 26% movie by any means. Mm. I think the audience score is maybe a little high. I think 83% was a little high. Yeah. I would say maybe... The real score should be somewhere in the 60% range, maybe. It was it was fine. Like we both said, it was fine. It was fine. And like, yeah. that doesn't have to be a negative thing. Like, it right. was fine. It's so funny how one word can mean so much. Yeah. Well, a couple of the comments I'm seeing here from critics. Uh, one says, no amount of digital magic can make up for a story that isn't interesting or characters we don't care about, which... I can vibe that. See, I don't actually fully agree, though, that the story wasn't at all. Like, I, I mean, thought... it wasn't, though. The, the the time I was the most interested was when we saw the third clone, mm. and then Clive Owen came back in with his spiel about war and about, like, saving... Which I, I love Which that. Which I thought was interesting. Like, that's actually when I actually cared. Probably mm. the that's when the story interested me the most, but I thought... Why should you wait till like the crux of the film to explain something that right. gives the story so much more depth? I, I found. I like that we got it at all instead of him just being a cookie cutter villain that doesn't have. He's just bad. He's just a bad guy. Like I'm glad he actually yeah, has a motivation, like a sensible motivation for like, look, I'm trying to do something good. You see it as a bad thing, but I'm actually trying. To, I have like good intentions, and yeah, it would have been good, I think, to get that earlier in the film to flesh his character out. Yeah, but I guess that wouldn't fully make sense with, like, the re revealing of the clone and, like, the friendship between Will Smith and his clone mm. and all that stuff. But, uh, but I mean, I kind of do. Like, what, uh, what was even the plot? He shot a guy who he was like, oh, God, is this the wrong guy? Goes to find the guy, and then by that time, people are already after him. Like, it just seemed like, I don't know. I think it was subpar, the plot. The plot was he was a really good hitman who tried to That's walk away. plot. That's backward. That's a backstory of a plot. Let me finish. He was a really good hitman who tried to walk away from the life, and they had previously taken measures to ensure whenever he did try to walk away from the life that they would be able to fill his place with a younger version of himself, and I guess for whatever reason they felt like they needed to kill him. Yeah, I didn't really understand that why they felt like they Wait, but him. he but he didn't know they were cloning him, obviously. Well no, he didn't know he got cloned, no. So yeah, like you said, I don't really know why they were I guess they were trying to kill him because if he found out about it, he could yeah. expose them. But I mean, I think it was a bit wishy washy. Yeah, it plot, was. Which is fine, but it's just like just own it. Like for example, you don't need to have a great plot to have a great action movie. My case in point being Mad Max Fury Road, <laughs> great movie. The plot is pretty minimalistic. Does it even have They're a plot? They're just driving. 
Well, it barely. Like you knew what was going on, but that wasn't the focus of the film. Whereas I feel like they could have potentially simplified the plot of this movie, Gemini Man, and then also made it slightly more tongue in cheek, but still focused on like the great CGI, the action sequences, all that choreography, like the sets, all that. Mm. But maybe made it less plot focused, even though it wasn't even plot focused, but it tried to be. But it was just all. It was fine. Let me just yeah, leave you with that. Yeah. It's fine. No, no, I mean, I, I mean, like I said, I felt like the tone was all over the place, and yeah, they should have definitely tried to keep it simpler and not tried to get too serious about it. Because if they would have just kept it a light, fun action film, I think a lot more people would have enjoyed it. Yeah, agree. But in saying that, I didn't not enjoy it. I no, still- I actually. I was like it was fine. I keep saying it was fine, but like it was fine. I like I said, I enjoyed the action scenes, even though they were unbalanced and some of them were serious and some of them were a little bit silly. I still enjoyed the action. I thought they were well shot action scenes. And yeah, but I have to ask myself if someone said, "Would you normally when I will review a movie if I think it was good and it was worthwhile?" I'll say I would recommend this to this group of people or this group of people. So like if it was. I don't know, if it was an action movie, I'd say, oh, I would recommend this to Tom Cruise fans or I would recommend this to people who like X. And even if one person won't fit all the categories of this movie, I'll say, oh, you might like this if this. Mm. Gemini Man, I honestly don't know if I would recommend I don't know who I would recommend it to. I would, I'll tell you exactly who I'd recommend I mean, Will Smith fans, if you're a Will Smith diehard. <laughs> but everything else, like, was fine and good. Like, the action was good and the CGI was good, but I don't think they're... I think there's other movies that you could get everything you need, not this movie. I think for me, I would say if you have a streaming service that this is airing on, depending on when you're, you know, right now it's on Amazon Prime in the future. Who knows? Maybe it'll be on Netflix, maybe whatever. If you happen to have a streaming service that this is on and a lot of the times you're looking through all the movies and you can't find anything else you like, I'd say give it a watch. There's worse things you could do with your two hours. I think... It's enough to entertain for two hours. That's what I would say. Honestly, I think you could spend your time better. Oh, there I said it. <laughs> I think you could honestly. Well, I'm, oh, I'm saying if you're, yeah. you could, yes, you could probably spend your time better doing a different thing completely. But I'm saying if you really are just like, I feel like watching a movie and you're having trouble, because that's me a lot you of the time. You could spend your time better. Still, I reckon. There's so many better movies you could watch than that. On the streaming services, I don't know. I so often, I'm just scrolling through movies and I can't find anything worth watching. And um, it's just like nothing but shit, 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 shit. Or like stuff I've seen like a million times. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know. So that's why I would say... If you like action movies and there's nothing And, like, else. your your life is so boring and you need a <laughs> distraction from, like, the clusterfuck that is 2020 and America, to be specific. Sorry. No, no offense. No offense then, to all sure. of our American listeners right, right now. I, I'm sure they'd all be nodding and agreeing with that sentiment, so. Um, but anyway, well, sure. I mean, then, sure, watch it. But as a whole, as a whole, I would rate this movie... Either a six or a six and a half. Mm. Would you agree? Yeah, I would. I would agree. Yeah. yeah I'm, well, I mean, that's what I said before when I said like Rotten Tomato scores. I said like sixty percent, so that that equates to like a six. That's where I feel yeah. like, and I'm fine with that. For me, I actually kind of enjoy watching shitty movies. Like, I do too, but, so... but, but there has to be like a specific redeeming quality in it. Mm. Like they're entertaining, even though they're shit, or like they're so shit it's funny. 
Whereas well, I guess for me, I just the... felt was mediocre in in all in mm. all areas. There was no area that super stuck out to me as making it worth all the mediocrity. Mm. Mediocre. I would say the you might say it's a gimmick, but I I still think the the, the young Will Smith thing was well done. Yeah, was... I think the action scenes were well done, and Will Smith in general, he's a likable actor who I find entertaining enough to watch. So I felt like it had enough redeeming qualities about it that worst movies I could be watching. Agreed. So I think we should round this out with two very important questions, which have nothing to do with the actual movie itself. Okay. But if you got a knock on your door tomorrow... Oh my God, what would I do? What would I do? And your 15-year-old self was standing there. What advice would you have for your 15-year-old self living... Because mind you, it's not like this person is living your life over again. She's in the world today. But she's just a younger version of you. Okay. So it's not like she's come from the past and I have right. to like try not to change anything. She's just a clone that is living in today. But she's well, a younger version. what is she doing? She's just chilling. She's just... <laughs> but is, does she have emotion? Yeah, she's a human being. She's a clone, but she's like a human being. Right. But so she has emotion, but she doesn't have pain. Well, yeah, she does. Like you, oh, you so saw she's, the... just, she's just... No, but I don't think that clone A had... Clone A didn't have pain. He was crying. Yeah, he didn't have pain, though. What do you, what is, how could he be crying if he didn't have pain? Like, physical pain. Because I'm pretty sure when he was getting strangled and when he was getting, like, hurt by Clive Owen, he wasn't... He didn't even care. I'm pretty sure he doesn't have pain. I did not pick that up at all. <laughs> oh, all right. Okay. So let's. I think Clive that. Owen mentioned him not having pain in, in the sense that he didn't have the pain that Will Smith character grew up with. Like uh, he he raised him as a perfect version of him without all the pain, like the drowning and all like the shit he went through in his life. He raised him without all that baggage. Is is I think what he meant. He said he didn't have that pain or what have you. Okay. So let's just again let's okay. just say let's just say for the for the argument's sake she is. A completely functional human being. Just you, but like 10 years ago. Okay, so what would I tell her? I mean, I don't know what I would tell her. (laughs) Like, because I wouldn't know whether to give her advice because who says she's even going to go down any kind of path similar to me? Well, no, she probably... So my advice might mean nothing to her. (laughs) Okay, this is what I would say. I would say, like, okay, okay. I'm I'm getting preoccupied with the what if. But I would probably just say... Um, don't pop your pimple and pick your face because you will end up with scars on your face. <laughs> That's me. And I would also probably say all my things are quite surface level. <laughs> I was gonna say you're you're going for very uh well, because superficial I, I stuff. don't know I don't know about her life. <laughs> and if I don't know if she's gonna go through the same shit as I am, my advice may be futile. And then if you're going to say, well, what general advice would you give her? That would be the same general advice as I would give any 15-year-old. Right. Well, I mean, but uh, so assuming, though, if she's a clone of you, assume that she has similar personality traits, similar personality traits, similar kind of aspirations. Just assume that this this person is is very much like you. She's just a younger version of you. Right. Okay. I would probably just say, don't get fat. (laughs) (laughs) And I would also say, if you're anything like me, young one, you are amazing in every way. And I would just say, um, I don't know, I would just be like, stay adventurous and stay thirsty for fun and exploration. And don't pop your pimples, don't get fat, don't dye your hair. 
um, embrace the tits that you have because one day you'll be old and they will be gone. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I guess just live your life and embrace the tits. That's what I would say to her. So, <laughs> wow, there we go. Powerful stuff. Such powerful stuff. Okay, so, what would you say to yours? I have a very much more specific thing I would tell my. So I'll, I'll again, I'll choose the same age range, just because I feel like fifteen is a good age to. You're, yeah. You're old enough to kind of know a bit about the world, but you're young enough to shape your life still. Yeah. And I would tell my fifty-year-old self, it's not too late to be an MMA fighter, and you should forget. Oh my about, god. Just forget about Hollywood and all that fucking shit. Forget about all that. Just go full on into fighting and yeah that's what i would tell myself oh my gosh what are we revealing about our current selves right now i'm like don't get fat and you're like you can you can do the fighting man so basically i'm thinking now that i am (laughs) fat and like have pink scars and and i love myself and you're just like i wish i was an mma fighter i just feel like i i was always a good overall athlete like i was i could be good serviceable in any sport but i wasn't great at any sport you know what i mean like it was good i was i could be good good enough player to play anything but i wasn't like amazing at it. and it wasn't until i started fighting later in life that i realized like this was my fucking calling and at that point i just was just like well i'm too old now <laughs> but i really think i could have made a career for myself in the fighting world and that's always gonna be oh. some, uh, that's always gonna be a regret i have so true well, you never know. Let's keep we'll keep an eye out for our <laughs> for our potential clones. Crazy world. All right, so then that brings me to question number two, though, to, to round this out. Mm-hmm. What would you, as a fifteen year old version of yourself, think meeting the you of today? Oh, love that. Honestly, I'd be pretty happy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think like well, when I was fifteen, I just used to think I used to look at young adults. Mm. going out and doing their business and like partying (laughs) and like hanging out with their friends and like drinking alcohol and I used to think oh my gosh honestly I honestly hope that one day I'm going to be cool and what my 15 year old self thought was cool I am now (laughs) I don't necessarily think it's that cool now myself but my 14 my 15 year old self would have been like oh my god look at this bitch she has heaps of friends she parties all the time and she'd probably be like oh she's not fat which is great because I was also worried about being fat when I was a teenager. Not that I really was, but. And also she'd see that I just went and, I mean, I'm basically a mermaid at this point. Yeah. And she'd see that I've been swimming with whales and dolphins and sharks and that I'm very adventurous and that I have a lovely kind heart. And she'd probably be like, wow, I love this for you and me. I love this for us. But she might be a little bit like, but you are also 25 years old, turning 26, and you have no idea where your life is going. So maybe she may be a little bit, you know, met about that. <laughs> hey, this bitch is 15. Who is she to judge me on my career path yeah. mm. present moment? Okay, so that's what I think. That's what I think she would think of me. What mm. would your 15-year-old self think of your self now? I, well, I think first off, I would think it's pretty cool. I grew a sick-ass beard. Because I don't think I ever would think I could grow a beard because <laughs> it's getting past the hump where it's annoying and it just and it gets where it's just natural is difficult. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, right on. I got over the hump. 
Uh, and just overall, I would think I aged well. But, you know, everybody I've ever seen I went to high school with, serious decline. So I think I would be uh, happy with myself for keeping myself together, <laughs> keeping myself in good shape. And just in life, I'd be like, oh, right on. So you basically, you're just working at a home pretty much whenever the fuck you want. You like, that's pretty awesome. So yeah, I, I don't know. I guess I think I'd be pretty, uh, I think I'd be pretty satisfied with my older self. Awesome. That's great. Cool. Well, interesting questions to ponder when watching a movie about clones. It's very interesting to th- no, it is. It's very interesting to think about. That was half the reason I wanted to do this movie was just to ask those two questions at the end. Oh my gosh! Well, what are we doing? We should we could have a lifestyle podcast. We yeah. could have like and just talk about you know shoot the shit as Americans say, whatever the hell that means. Anyway, so I think it sounds as though we both agree this movie's in around the six out of ten ish range, and I'm cool with that. I think we liked the CGI. We liked some of the action. I think we thought it was fine Mm. and we loved Will Smith and I thought the plot was a bit highly average, Mm. but am I mad that I watched it? No. Would I recommend it to someone else specifically? I'm going to say no spells no. (laughs) And that is my assessment of Gemini Man 2020 on Amazon Prime starring Will Smith. Or wherever it's airing whenever you listen to this podcast. If you listen to this podcast five years from now. This is just Amazon Prime. Like, oh my God, sponsor us. Um, maybe they're one of our seven listeners who knows (laughs) yeah maybe yeah all right everybody do you have anything final words to say or can i start to round it up a bit no yeah i I agree with you for the most part although i slightly differ in the sense that i would say if you like action movies i'd watch it why the fuck not but that's me okay cool well everybody i hope you enjoyed our introductory welcome back podcast about gemini man and we don't know what we're going to choose for our next discussion, but bear with well, us. We, we may, we might know. Out. It might be a movie that you've sort of watched and fell asleep. Oh, yeah. I did start another movie and look, she started it. She did fall asleep and now she's hesitant to rewatch it again, but <laughs> I think she might. She is me. So anyway, stay with us, guys. Stay tuned. We should have a podcast One a month, now. right? One a month. At least we're shooting for it. And if not, if not, I promise all of our wonderful listeners out there, I will find a younger, blonder, curvier co-star to replace her. Anyway, and I think it's very silly that you are talking about looks when you're doing a completely... I'm turning this into a TV show. People don't know. Or an internet oh, program. True. So, okay. So I need someone. Sorry. I need someone that's. I need someone that's sexy. <laughs> nice. Okay. Anyway. All right, guys. See you next time. Bye bye.